Good evening. This is Victoria Warfel with Dream Dogs and Hope Service Dogs. And uh, we have a very special episode of Blossom tonight. I mean, uh, the webinar tonight. I mean, podcast. I mean, you know what I mean. So what are we doing? What the heck is going on? What am I talking about? I'm going to share that with you. Uh, what we're going to do tonight is something a little bit different, a little bit of a hybrid between the podcast and our Saturday morning uh, group class. What we're going to do is I'm going to talk here for a little bit, and then uh, we are going to work all of the board and train dogs that we have in. Now, one of the neat things about what we have going right now is we have five and they're all service dogs. So we've been working with them. They're at different stages of their training, uh, and we're going to show you what an evening session might look like. And for some dogs, they're going to do amazing. For other dogs, they're not. And you know what? That's okay. That's fine. That happens. It really does. Uh, not every session is going to be an amazing session, and that's okay. Now, for the podcast, I am not going to put down every session. You guys just get this. But I wanted to talk to you about what a session should look like first. First, there is no what it should look like. Uh, second, there's a reason. Whenever I have the dogs, and I usually don't say, oh, they've got place perfect because you know what's going to happen the next day the dog's going to say what's this a place i've never seen one of those before um, but there's a few things that we do want to cover is first we like to work the dogs for their existential food what does that mean it means their normal food it doesn't mean that we're opposed to treats and you're going to see here tonight how flexible we can be some dogs will be working for treats some dogs will be working for their existential food along with maybe a handful of treats and that's okay okay the problem with working for the if you're going to go in a popo training system which is a purely positive training system or a positive reinforcement training system the problem is if the dog doesn't want to work the dog can't eat right it makes sense because the the food is what it is that you're training them with okay now if the dog isn't going to work for dinner and dinner is treats but i'm not going to work i'm not going to work what training's over okay give me my food instead of those treats you know it doesn't work that way that's not how we do things it's not how we want to do things that's not how we do do things <laughs> i said do do uh what we want is is for the dog to learn now if we're not training positive only you know we're training we have the the nepo which is the negative reinforcement we can use that and that's fine that's doable uh and and we might do that so you're going to see that. So the dogs, you're going to see them being clicker trained. You're going to see them being e-collared. You're going to see them with leash guidance too. So you're going to see everything. Uh, some dogs are going to be working on, we might start with brushing up on the basics. Some dogs, uh, they're going to be working on some task stuff. Some dogs, it might just be lie down at my feet and wait there. You know, it all depends on the dog. Now, sometimes we'll do training outside, sometimes we'll do training inside, sometimes we'll do training in the training area where we usually are Saturdays, um, but today we're going to do it back in the bedroom because we were just outside and it is 91 degrees and extremely wet outside, not from rain, from humidity, and that is not good and not fun. So we are going to be training back here in the bedroom. So you get to see some of the bedroom, uh, you get to see, yeah, and know that we do have to reorganize some of this too so so don't judge me man um let's see what else food wise we're going to let you know what we've been working on with them but you're going to get to see how they are doing and each dog will have its own live you know i'm not going to make one long one 
it's going to be multiple ones because we do have to set the dog up and everything else. Okay. Got a question. What do you do when you get raw fed dogs in? When I get raw fed dogs in, uh, we can work them for their food. What we do is I will have their food here. And what I ask if it is raw fed is to portion it out in daily or mealtime containers. Okay. So we have two options. Well, a few options. One is when, for example, Gypsy was raw fed, whenever we first got her, I switched her over to raw. Um, I would still sometimes use origin or freeze dried liver treats for her treats, you know, for training because it is a, the freeze dried liver is an organ meat and they do need some organ meats. So I would sometimes use that as part of her meal. Uh, I would either, I taught her to eat off of a spoon, off of a tablespoon. So she would eat, or a serving spoon even, um, she would eat off of there. Uh, I would pick it up and hand it to her, or I would take a spoon and I would plump it into a second bowl at, at my feet. So whatever she did, click, right? It releases, she comes to me, plump, there's your food. I don't do too many raw fed dogs in here. The other thing you can do is have it all in a bowl. They do whatever it is. Here, eat some. Okay, that's enough. Do something else. Good, eat some. Okay, now do something else. Or you can do instead of piecemeal training, sit, you get a food. Down, you get a food. Come, you get a food. Instead, what it could be is mealtime training or paycheck training, right? So sit down, come, place, heal. Okay, here you get half of your food. So you you have options um, with raw fed. I don't do that, and I have cows here. I could do that. It is just too much. It's too much work for me to put that stuff together, and it's too expensive. Otherwise, my dogs are on Purina Pro Plan. Uh, a little bit of different ones. The all life stage. This is nice because. You don't have to worry about a separate puppy food. Um, but the puppies, whenever they come out, they're going to be on Purina Pro Plan puppy. And then uh, the adult dogs are, I prefer the focus food because it has added glucosamine in it. And glucosamine is good for joints. Okay. Greetings from India. Hello from Florida. So that's, uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Do you guys have any other questions before we get going? Uh, now we just had Maui out. Sometimes we work them in their gear. Sometimes we do not. Um, I told you all five of them are service dogs, and then we also have our five dogs, but Zoe doesn't work because she is ancient. Uh, so I don't know who we're going to be working tonight. Uh, I know we have the five dogs that we do want to be working, uh, so you'll be seeing that. So I need you to tune in to Dream Dogs tonight for that. Uh, sometimes the dog doesn't want to eat in the beginning of, of their time in with us. You know, we just get them dropped off. If they don't want to eat, maybe the first couple of days, okay. Uh, you know, then, then hang out in your crate a little bit more. If the dog gets to be barky or annoying, right? Be honest, you know, like dogs annoying. Um, to me that says, I want to work more. So we're going to work. You don't want my food. Well, then guess what happens if you don't want my food, then I can't use the Nipo Po. It's just Nipo. And then maybe at the end of it, you'll get a bowl of food, but I kind of want them to eat from me first of all. And depending on what happens, it might be that we go to something like doing box work, do box work with the dogs, um, you know, and see how that goes. How much in grams do you feed your personal Malinois? <laughs> so Django has been eating six to eight cups of food a day. Um, I fed him, I went to feed him over six cups, probably closer to seven cups yesterday. And he tired out after four to five cups. So, so yeah, he's about five cups. I don't know how many grams, five cups, two grams. Um, 
625 grams, if that sounds about right. That's what Google's telling me. Uh, and he is, let's see, he was born the end of February last year, so March, April, May, um, well, three, so he's 15 months old now, okay? He will be 16 months old soon. And then 18 months is a year and a half, so he'll be that at the end of August. Um, but right now he's a year in a few months. Uh, so yeah, that, that's the game plan for tonight is you guys get to see us work the dogs and you'll get to see all the fun stuff that happens whenever you work them and decide to go live while you're doing it. Uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see some magic happen, but no, not everything is perfect. And one thing that I tell people all the time, it's not the perfect dog that's going to teach you. It's not. It's the dog who maybe is a little bit of a struggle. A uh, story about Era, who's our last Malinois. We were working on the take and hold, pop it in his mouth, and hold. he holds it. And he did not want to hold it at all. He did not want to hold it. And I'm working with him, and I get a little frustrated. I'm a little passionate about things, so it got me a little frustrated. So I put him in his crate. We were out at the training center when we had that in Gainesville. And uh, maybe 15 minutes later, maybe 20 minutes later, Rich says, oh, I'm going to work him some. I said, good luck. Just had him out for, for 10 minutes, and he was a heathen. Uh, and guess what happened? He was flipping amazing for Rich. Rich takes, presents, and Arrow grabbed it right up. What the heck? So there's two things in play there. One is a short training session. So you're going to see I like 5 to 15-minute training sessions. I do not see good results when you go longer than 5 to 15-minute training sessions. And two... There's a latent learning that happens. So Keeler calls it the cool down period or the soak time. Well, there's both the cool down period and the soak time. Um, but we firmly, highly, truly believe in having a soak time for your dog to soak it in. If your dog can soak in what your dog just learned and process it, it does much better things for your dog. You know, your dog will understand it more. So even if you do have a frustrating training session, and your dog doesn't seem to understand anything that you're teaching him, and you wonder you know, if you should just go knock your head up against the wall because that might make a little more sense, know that it's okay, that your dog will get it figured out. It will all click. And you're also gonna see one of the things that we do is we train in chunks, okay? I like to call it chunk training, or maybe chunky training since you know it's us doing it. So chunk training, and that is you show him this part of it, you show him this part of it, and he will put them all together. So we have the box <laughs> right there. That's the box that we used on Saturday for group class whenever we were doing some of the box work with the scent article in there. Well, the scent item, which was, I got it out again, it's the glutens. Uh, you know, you, you've got that. So if worse comes to worse, you just do box work with them. And they're gonna work on focus and they're gonna work on eating their food and you're gonna imprint the scent. So they're still getting something even if it's not necessarily what you want. Yeah, Emily just, tagged a friend and said training talk and then actually training the boot camp dogs. Yeah. Thank you, Emily. And, and that's going to be going on all night. Well, not all night, hopefully. If we have five dogs plus our four dogs at 10 minutes a dog, it could be 90 minutes. Um, it could be less than that, but you'll get to kind of see what it's like, especially since only one of us will be working the dogs. So hopefully we can get, uh, get everyone, get their gear ready, get all their food ready. So we can just come in here and I don't want to slam them out, but they need potty breaks. So what happens is before their evening training, we gear them up, we take them out and do a potty break. We'll often put them up on the pedestal. 
well, this is what I do with my personal dogs. We're trying to get into the habit of doing it with the boot camp dogs too. Put them up on the pedestal, brush them out, check ears, check teeth, uh, check nails, and then it's time for training. So it can take some time. And I'm not going to show you that part of it because we have the goats out and some of the dogs are a little bit, you know, excited because they have goats out in the yard. We needed to cut the grass, but it's still a little wet. And so we just let the goats into the yard to eat grass today and the goats have been loving it. But know that that part of it, you're not going to see after they eat, after they work, well, after they work and then they eat, I guess would be better. They get another potty break. Then they get their full bowl of water in there and they drink that down. So there's a lot that you're not going to see. Uh, oh, she's also considering a dysautonomia dog. Girl, you need one. Truly, really do. Um, there is nothing better. <laughs> I've got three. <laughs> um, it, it helps out tremendously. All service dogs. You know, it's it's really cool. I like having service dogs. But like I said, you'll get to see what's going on with, with your dog, Emily. You know, you'll get to see what's going on with, with him. you see what's going on with some of the other dogs. Um, and you guys will get to see what we do training-wise. Uh, since, like I said, we do this Saturdays, I don't usually do this on Tuesday nights. Tuesday night, it's just me talking usually. And I know we're super early. I know we started about 45 minutes early. It's just because we have all this to do that we needed to get her done. Okay, I didn't want to start that at 5.30 and uh, it's all crazy. So that's why I came on a little bit early. But you'll be seeing the dogs coming up and, and how we do it. And instead of doing it on my computer, I'll probably be on my phone. So, yeah. Uh, any questions? I'll give you a couple minutes. Because you're going to be able to put them on all night long, guys. All night long. All night. All night. Okay. So, training sessions, short, 5 to 15 minutes. 15 minutes is tops. Django can go longer, but he's a Malinois, and trainers like Malinois for a reason. Um, work for their food. Maybe a handful of treats, too. Especially puppies. Puppies, I'm always happy to give them as many as much food as they want to eat. Uh, their existential food, preferably, right? With some treats added in. 5 to 15 minutes uh, on a multiple different things. And we want to use everything. We want to have the clickers. We want to have the tools. We want to have the e-collar, the prong collar, the slip lead, the head halter, whatever we're using on the dog. We're going to want to have it available so we don't have to stop and say, wait a minute. Let's check this out one more time. How do we do this again? We don't want that. Okay, so I'm going to go see how Rich is doing, how they're doing with everything, and, uh, and I will be back. Catch you guys on the flip side.